and welcome to another episode of Give Me Five. I am your host, Philip Amrine, joined by the one, the only, but doubled lettered man, David Hoffman. How are you doing, man? <laughs> I'm I'm doing good. Double the double yeah. double letter. Double double letter. Oh, you know. Yeah, oh, yeah. Double yeah, double. There, I'm yeah, a double double there, with grilled onions. Out. No, no in mm. and out. The closest, no closest things. Like, what do we have here? We've got McDonald's, KFC, Burger King. That's that uh, Subway. <laughs> oh, and Subway. Yeah, Subway's actually one oh, of the most. Uh, and Domino's, I guess. Domino's. Oh yeah, Domino's, Domino's. Yeah, but it, I was gonna say, I know KFC is coming out with its uh, chicken log here pretty soon. If you uh, if you ever, ever go to a location that does not have KFC, I'll tell you this. Hmm. For the, for our listeners who haven't traveled globally much, all these restaurants vary greatly from country to country. And oh, yes. uh, yeah, especially I think between the U.S. and Europe, most of the menus the same, but the take the flavors are different because, well, first of all, the EU has a lot more regulations on food and stuff, food and beverages. Right. So, all right. Well, with that being said, David. I'm going to let you go first this week on Give Me Five. What's your first question, buddy? All right. Okay, so a new season of The Crown was recently released on Netflix. Mm. And as many of you already know, it tells the life story of Queen Elizabeth II. Number two. Uh, As it takes place over many decades, there are at times multiple actors playing the same roles. With many roles to cast, it's pretty much the who's who of British actors. Phil, if someone were making a Netflix series about your life, who would you want to play you? It's kind of hard because I, I, there's not a lot of uh, ethnically ambiguous actors of renown uh, in that's, my age That's bracket. very true, unfortunately. Um, so, but what I kind of... I, the closest that I could kind of come up with that I, I, I really enjoy that I've seen work is if anybody's ever seen Better Call Saul... Uh, the the guy who plays Nacho Varga, um, his name is oh, Michael yeah. Ma- Mando. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's the guy uh, I would most choose right now. I feel like there will be at a time when, as I get, grow older, there will be a there will be a Johnny Depp of my generation that I can, uh, I can attest <laughs> to or something. So, you're too you're too young to have a movie made or a Netflix series made about your life anyway. So you've yeah, got I don't want years. it in my life. At, at most, I'd be like a Rocket Man, where it's just an event, and then later on comes the the full-on film or something. Gotcha. Uh, all right. Uh, David, recent news came out that Michael J. Fox retired from acting again due to declining health. The actor was diagnosed with early-onset Parkinson's disease in 1991 at the age of 29. We here at the show wish him well, and it brings a great question to mind. Which artist do you wish, David, uh, would have been able to extend their career through whatever means possible that didn't allow them to continue in the first place. Mm. So we got like Jimi Hendrix. We've got right. what? Uh, we've got a uh, maybe. Uh, oh, who's the? I think um, I'm. I'm gonna name two, um, and I guess I don't know if these really count, but as a for for uh, an actor, I miss more than anything. I miss um, Robin Williams. And obviously oh, it wasn't, yeah. he, you know, uh, his uh, um, health issue was a mental health issue. He struggled with depression and 
God, I was devastated when he when he passed away, and and um, one of those three moments in my life where I remember where I was and what I was doing. Right. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. And um and then the other one again uh, is a, a an artist who passed away, um, tragically is uh, is Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Another another great example, um, iconic talent within their own industry. Good, good choices. Good choices. I, I think you would have had a whole um, band of people come at you if you did not pick Freddie Mercury. So good choice. Your turn, David. All right. This week, I was finally forced by my current work situation to host my first Zoom. <laughs> I managed Ooh. to make it to November, despite it being a staple part of life for pretty much the whole of 2020. Right? Mm-hmm. What is a trendy thing that you have managed to avoid and why? A side note, TikTok is an acceptable answer, but I would ask that you give another answer if you if you do mention TikTok because it kind of is a little too too easy. Just just to be clear, are you saying something trendy that uh, I've been able to avoid but have recently succumbed to or uh, is it No, you, I, I... you don't have to have succumbed to it. Just something that you something that was that's been a hit that you've uh, that you just didn't hop on board. Huh. It is funny that you say TikTok. Obviously, I haven't jumped on that bandwagon yet. Although, I mean, in all honesty, it's it's just Vine for the next generation. Um, you know what? I've kind of oh, maybe I have. What I was thinking was something along the lines of K-pop, but I do like open Gangnam style and I it's not the same I realize that I am aware of that but I'm just trying to say that I'm not against it um hmm <laughs> oh I you know maybe this is it um I know that a bunch of people my age for whatever reason just have this oh have this uh, just innate ability to just love animals like, I feel like half of my graduating high school class, which I feel like is always probably, like, your closest class, um, but half of my high school class either has kids, dogs, or cats, and just, like, or an abundance of all three. Um, and I, I've i never... I have a uh, one dog, so, I mean, I, I realize that, but there are so many people that I know in my classroom, like, oh, how are you doing? And, yeah, come on over. And I go on over to their house uh, in pre-COVID times, and there's like, they're like, oh yeah, that's kittens, mittens, and and banjo over there, and and it's like seven cats just luring around the whole entire apartment, and I'm just, I'm just, uh, I, I'm not a, I'm not an animal person, and then of course kids at at our age, I I myself, it's not for me. I respect anybody's choice to to do whatever they want with kids or whatever. Or how you do have you do have a dog though, don't you? Like I said, I have one dog uh, named Elway, but. Um, God, I just, I still, I still don't necessarily treat them like a, like a, like a baby dog. And I feel like a lot of people like treat animals as if they're tattoos where once you have one, you feel this innate ability to get another one. I've, I have one dog and until something were to happen to either him or myself, I'm, I'm good with just the one. Okay. Interesting. That's an interesting answer. I, I wasn't expecting that. Cool. All right, David, 2020 has been a tumultuous year. Some would even say it ranks as the worst year in a lifetime. 
Um, but the one thing that has remained uh, are the quality of films released thus far within the year. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has released their list of top films that uh, that have been released in 2020. And I want you to tell me which film received a higher score via the critics on the tomato meter. And they will all be listed alphabetically. Are you ready? Okay. All right. First one. A film we watched together, Matthew McConaughey's The Gentleman or The True Adventures of Wolf Boy. Which one gained the the higher uh, score? Ooh. Um, I'm... Okay, so I think that... Uh, I haven't seen the other movie, but I am gonna... I, I really enjoyed The Gentleman. I'm gonna guess... The true was the true adventures of Wolf Boy. I think that one probably maybe received higher reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. The gentleman commanded a respectable score of seventy-five percent, but you're right on the nose. The true adventures of Wolf Boy holds a score of seventy-eight percent. So you are one for one thus far, Mr. Hoffman. Nice. All right. Yes. All right. <laughs> All right. Next one. The bad boy. Bad boys for life. Or. Disney's live-action remake of Mulan. Oh, goodness. <laughs> okay. Um, I haven't seen either, on principle, um, because I hated the original Bad Boys. I thought it was a terrible movie. Um, and uh, there's a lot about Mulan that's that's been controversial. So, I, I don't know. I just haven't... I, haven't, I was, certainly wasn't going to pay money to see it. Um, I... Uh, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess that Bad Boys, I think, has more of an audience, so I think Bad Boys for Life received a higher rating. Bad Boys for Life attained a fine score of 77%, while Mulan Shocking. only received a 74%. So you are, again, you're correct. You're two for two. You are making money moves, my friend. Money moves. <laughs> I'm <right>. so happy. <laughs> yes. DC's Birds of Prey, and actually that's a longer title, but I, I will not... Uh, list it all. Or, or, Tom Hanks' Greyhound. Which one received the higher score, my friend? Oh, I really have no idea. Um, I this feel one's like... This close. This one's within a percentage point. seems... Seems... Likely that... What was the other one? Tom Hanks' Greyhound. That's the film. Greyhound. Greyhound. I mean, just because Tom Hanks, I would think that it would do substantially better, but if you're telling me it's, in, it's within 1%, um, I feel like you might be trying to trip me up. I'm, I'm, you know, it's I'm going game within the game. I'm going to go with what seems to make more sense. Um, Greyhound. Birds of Prey surprised me with a 78%, which, you know, that's, that's pretty respectable. But it narrowly succumbed to Greyhound's 79% rating. You're right. I did the double pump fake, and you still got it. Three for three. You ha are guaranteed a winning week this week, but let's still do the other two. For the for first time. <laughs> yes, yes. Borat, subsequent movie film, or Pixar's Onward. Oh. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> could not find two differing, um, right. differing or dislike films on this list. Oh my goodness. I I I think Oh god, I have no idea. Um I'm going to go with pick a, pick one flip a coin. Um I think Onward did better. Although oh god, I hate saying it. <laughs> 
Borat rocked and delighted to the tune of 86%, but it lost to the higher rating of 88% for Onward. My goodness, David, not only do you have your first one in the but you are on your way to an undefeated uh, game here. Let's, let's go for it. All right, finally, finally, A24's first cow or recently reviewed movie by us, The Trial of the Chicago 7. Ooh, I haven't seen First Cow. Um, ooh, I was hoping you had. Yeah. <laughs> Where is that available? Um, On Hulu, if you must know. Well, I'm not in the U.S. Hulu doesn't exist here. I'm going to just guess First Cow. First Cow holds a whopping rating of 96%. Whereas the Trial of Chicago 7 does indeed rank lower with a commanding 90%. David, undefeated, never undefeated. lost. Congratulations, my friend. From all of us here in America, we applaud you. We applaud you. Thank you. All Thank right. you. Your, your turn. And by the way, I want to watch... Well, I wanted to watch First Cow, but now that you... Now that you tell me that Hulu doesn't exist over there, I might have to... Well, maybe... I can find it. <laughs> I have my ways. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll, we'll talk also, about that. Also, you never know. If it's on Hulu there, it might be on Prime here. It all oh, depends on who, who garnered the rights to it. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. Rating. Yeah, we'll figure that, it out. That always makes me raise my eyebrows. All right, have go you, ahead. Have you watched it already? I have not. I have not. Okay, I just, all right. I so that would be a good one. Yeah, and it reminded me. I was like, oh, yes, I did want to see that. All right, continue. Okay. Many places are currently entering lockdown at the moment, including mm. California, which is where we met. This means that once again, domestic life will sometimes be strained, perhaps most of all for those in relationships. When sleeping in a larger sized bed, with or without a, someone there, <laughs> do you have a side of the bed, and is there any rhyme or reason to your preference? <sighs> um, I've, Ladies, I've this one is for you. Yes, yes, for the... For the hordes of women that that this would appeal to, um, this uh, I, it's really changed. I think usually, usually, I'm away from uh, the wall. So, because usually, whenever I I position my my beds, they're on um, like right next to a wall. Some people like to be in the middle of the room for whatever reason. But um, if it's uh, whatever side is more open. Uh, leading to the rest of the room. That's the side that I usually pick. It doesn't necessarily have to be a left or a right direction. Interesting. Uh, but that's that's where I go. And then, of course, um, I don't know about you, but I I have my pillow, and then I have a a, a follow up pillow, a guest pillow, if you will, um, <laughs> that, <laughs> that that is serviceable, but it's not my pillow. So that's that's uh, that's another one. Yeah. Um, all right. Funny you should mention beds because in a recent interview with former President Barack Obama. Late night host Jimmy Kimmel asked an odd question. <laughs> yes. He asked, he asked Mr. Obama if he and former First Lady Michelle Obama had been intimate the night the, pr the president ordered the raid that killed terrorist leader Osama bin Laden. Obama sidestepped the question, saying Mrs. Obama goes to bed around 8 or 9, and the confirmation had come well past those hours. But Hoffman, again, for the ladies out there, what's the most awkward time you have been intimate? <laughs> okay, wow. Uh, the most awkward time? Yeah, but I, I was going to say situation, but I, I feel 
I feel, t you know, it, maybe it's more of a, maybe it was a, a weird time in your life. I, I kind of wanted to expand it to give you more. All right. Than, um, yeah. Well, I mean, all sorts of hours of the day and night. Um, <laughs> I, I do, I do recall there's a sort there's, uh, there was a time when uh, an ex-girlfriend of mine was staying at my family house, you know, for, um, for a portion of the summer. And, um, and obviously, you know, we would sleep in in the mornings and, uh, if it got late and stuff was going to be happening that day, you know, someone may come to wake us up. Um, see, you know, if we're ready to, we're ready to leave yet. And, and it was a late morning, woken up and, um, you know, and then my, my, at the time, I think eight, no, not eight, nine year old brother came to, uh, came to get us. And, um, yeah, that was, so, so I think that's generally a, an awkward time of day. No, no, it's no, the best. we need to, we, it's we the need to, best we need to time of day. Did your brother, your di brother didn't walk in or anything? He didn't right? walk in. No, no. Right, but oh he my heard. goodness. He, well, he knocked on the door and we were, yeah. Um, yeah, okay. it was just uncomfortable. Okay. I do think it's the best time of day, but it's often a risky time of day. Mm. Makes sense. Makes complete and utter sense. Your turn. Dave. Okay. We, uh, all saw Rudy Giuliani's awful leaky mm. hair incident. Yes, yes. Hair dye incident. Um, if you didn't catch it, consider yourself lucky. <laughs> if you were going to dye your hair, Phil, some kind of wacky color... What would you choose? You know, I've been asked this recently, and I think for me, if it, especially since you put wacky on it, I've done blonde tips, and I actually think it, it kind of works for me, um, but not not as like an entire full scalp of, of one color. Blonde in my skin color would not work, but as like a, as an offset in between there, it, it might work. Um, however, however, oddly enough, I think I could rock blue. I think blue and me could 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 do some work. Um, that's just my own personal thought. I, I don't ever intend to fully commit to that idea, but it's, uh, <laughs> but blue um, works usually well with my skin tone on on as shirts or or you know dare I say pants. Um, but uh, blue blue is where where I would go on on that. Hopefully never dripping down my face while dare <laughs> dare well. you say pants. Dare you Dare. say pants? God, I just I I'm not a fan of pants. I, I love the only pants I like are have the word sweat in front of them. Uh, all right, <laughs> sweaty David, pants. So, so, there we go, David. <laughs> there is a new Shark Boy and Lava Girl coming to Netflix, or at least in America. No. And while Taylor, yes, and while Taylor Dooley will reprise her role as Lava Girl, Shark Boy will be recast from original actor Taylor Lautner. I don't even know if you've ever seen this film. It is uh, forgettable, in my humble opinion, to be kind. But Hoffman, what is the worst recasting you have ever seen in cinema? Oh, dear. Um... Some some <laughs> examples. I don't know I, about I've... worst, but I know in the Dark Knight trilogy, they, they replaced, uh, what's her name? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, well, I was actually thinking of, of, of the Dark night yeah that was a, t a pretty terrible recasting um i was gonna say batman himself I, I thought christian bale was awesome but but then i realized oh 
Obviously, this was an unavoidable recasting, but but Heath Ledger's Joker to Jared Leto's Joker was about <laughs> the biggest nosedive that I can think of on the spot right now. That was just a travesty. I <laughs> I'm also not a huge Jared Leto fan. I think, as you know, but but yeah, that recasting. Well, I mean, it, it know, was a different it was a different franchise. I know, but but that's the one that came to mind. Shame on me for not knowing the name off the off the top of the head, my head. But for me, the answer for this was Game of Thrones. That assassin, um, oh, the guy the who assassin. left for, the, for yeah, who left uh, who who was with uh, the you, Queen of Dragons. Right. You mean uh, you mean Dario Naharis? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Recast. Yeah. I, I, he, I he left for the he left for I the transporter think... films and uh, was about the only one that needed to be recast. What? Well, yeah, I don't know that that was a that that was a terrible recasting. I thought um, the man who replaced him was, was was better. Yeah, better. A little bit more real. A little bit less um, stoic. <laughs> overly charming, like just unrealistically <laughs> charming. <laughs> How funny! All right, your turn, sir. Uh, okay. No. Uh, is it okay? It is my turn. Yes. 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 Um, so this is my final question. All right. It's uh. Okay. With so much fake news out there, it's time for some truth. This game is called "You Thought Wrong." World capitals. Okay. I'm gonna give you a country and four cities. I want you to identify the capital amongst those four cities. You've, I'm a big stabbed. You stabbed right on the heart of it. I'm horrible with geography. God. I love geography. I love this kind of stuff. Anyway, oh, some of these heart. might be. Some of these might be, um, trying to you know like trying to trick you, because you know they're based on misconceptions. And some of these may not. Some of these may just be the one that you think. So don't try to um, don't try to overthink these. All right, we'll start out with Australia. Melbourne, Wellington, Sydney, or Canberra? I want to say Sydney. I know you do. Yeah. I'm going to go with Sydney, even though I'm sure it's Melbourne. Uh, it is neither, actually. Oh. It is Canberra. Oh, Canberra okay. is the capital of Australia. Wellington, I mean, there may be a town called Wellington in Australia, but is actually Wellington is actually the capital of New Zealand. Oh, okay, okay. All right. Number two, Nigeria. Is it... <laughs> this one's my favorite one. Is it Abuja, Juba, Jabu, or Baku? The last two sound like Star Wars film uh, planets. Uh, give, do me a favor. Give me the first one again. Abuja. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm going to go with option B. Option B. Juba? Is that what you're going with? <laughs> God, I, even the more you, the fact that you said it now, I'm like, I don't feel good about it. But yeah, Juba. Give me Juba. Juba. Juba is the capital of South Sudan, ah. unfortunately. So zero for two. All right. Number three, wait, Canada. Wait, wait. What was... What was the uh, what was the real answer? Oh, it's Abuja. Abuja. Okay. Yeah, okay. the first one. Con continue. Okay. I actually, I actually, for that one, I looked for for cities that that have similar sounding names. Um, okay, oh, number three, Canada. Is it Montreal, Toronto, Ottawa, or Edmonton? Oh. Um. 
Lord have mercy. I, I'm going to go with Montreal and be wrong. It is indeed wrong. It is oh. Ottawa. Ottawa is the capital of Canada. That's right. Oh, over three. Oh, is this too oh, difficult? The Ottawa Senators. I should have known. God, goodness gracious. Okay. Number right. four. I think maybe you'll get this one. Uh, India. Is it oh. Bangalore, New Delhi, Chennai, or Kolkata? Oh, shoot. I thought it was New Delhi, and then I'm thinking about Calcutta. Um, I'm still going to go with New Delhi. I think it's New Delhi. And you are absolutely correct. As you're, you okay. are now one for four. New Delhi is Ooh. the right answer. And I think it's the first... Oh, no, Canada as well. I was going to say it was the first uh, country where all of the options were actually in that country, but Canada was also. All right. There we go. Number five. Just to, to, to save some grace here. Uh, South Africa. I expect you to get this right. <laughs> yes, is I want to be it, respectable to both you and myself for the score. Is it Cape Town, Johannesburg, Pretoria, or Bloemfontein? I want to say Cape Town. I want to say Cape Town. I'm going to stick with Cape Town. That, that's the one that just sounds correct. A Cape Town. Cape Town is correct and oh. you could have you could have given me Pretoria or Bloemfontein as well they would all three have been correct the only wrong answer there was Johannesburg Good. so well done oh my goodness. you are Thank two you. for five gosh that respectable that's Achilles Hills is geography gosh okay uh, I feel like <laughs> it's geometry for others um all right David between my last question between April and September of this year Wild bears were spotted 13,670 times across Japan, the most wow. over a six-month period in the last five years. And while local companies are looking for solutions to keep the bears away, perhaps the most inventive came from a new form mechanical wolves that act as bear scarecrows, for lack of a better term. If you haven't seen them yet, I highly suggest looking for these things online. They are a mix of Goosebumps and Universal Studios Terror. It's, it's absolutely <laughs> horrifying. Well put. Uh, I have seen yeah, them, yes. Yes, but David, I want to ask you this. If you could have a portable scarecrow that could scare off anything or anyone, what scarecrow would you want? Uh, in other words, who would you most want the ability to scare off and away? At a, like a, just like a boo, and then it just it, they go away. Um, I would have, uh, a, a scarecrow, um, Hispanic person to scare away Donald Trump. <laughs> Is that um, okay? <laughs> yeah, there we go. Maybe just, uh... His greatest fear. His greatest fear, yes. Yeah, somebody in, uh, some, uh, poor immigrant, uh, just... A Mexican child just to have him run for help or something. I don't know. I don't know whatever the, the continuation of that stereotype would be. But sure, sure. Okay, so there we go. A, st uh, a scarecrow of that. All right. Wonderful. Uh, and there we go. That is the end of our both of our questions there, David. Um, so we move on to next, next uh, episode. Uh, and for those of, of all of us listening here in the States... A very close, if not on the day, uh, happy Thanksgiving coming up either today or tomorrow, depending on when this podcast drops. Um, thank you so much for listening and subscribing. Make sure to continue to subscribe and listen to all of our podcasts and give me five episodes. Uh, next episode with Hoffman, we will be watching. I think we can, we can assure it. 
first cow. And, and first trust cow. Me, trust me, that is not a name that refers to my nickname through, uh, you know, on the football <laughs> team or anything uh, when I was in high school. All right, for David Hoffman, you guys can find me on Instagram at David Hoffman underscore actor. Hoffman spelled with double the F, double the N. Don't forget we that. David Hoffman it. underscore actor. We love it. I'm Philip Amarine. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, remember, Shark Boy and Lava Girl, they're Shark Man and Lava Woman. Yeah. <laughs>